0: The baller, my life is more than money and journey. Story's a crazy dog, I said make a movie behind the baller I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't got a chemical, I know I'm the seat behind the ball My life is more than money and journey. Story's a crazy dog, I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home at last behind the ball. Yo, yo, what up, y'all? You are listening to a brand new episode of Behind the Baller Podcast. I am your host. Ben Baller, Nat, Ben, Humble, also known as the Korean John Cusack, the Wash Lord, the Forrest Gumpy, Hip Hop, and the Korean John McCall. Uh, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Today has been a, and I'm going to be honest with y'all, this this episode almost didn't happen. But yo, you are here, brand new episode, do not forget this is professional podcasting. This is a globally ranked award winning podcast show don't you ever forget that shit no matter what is going on in my life know that i am coming two times a week every monday every thursday yo i can't even believe i've gotten this far episode 157 again ladies and gentlemen your boy is going through some tough times more money, more problems, and it is the truth like a motherfucker. It ain't the money that's the issue. It's when you start to make good money, you realize it doesn't change a lot of things in your life that mean something to you. What I mean is there are issues going on in my life right now that money can't solve. Now, yes, I'd rather have these issues while having some paper in my pockets, right? But, uh, Yeah, just so you guys know, one of the hardest things to do is to keep my business offline. Like, I love to share everything with you guys, you know? And what's funny is, you know, I see comments every so often like, yo, do you always have to mention this or money or how much this and this? And what's crazy is, could you imagine if I had 100 items and I talked about 16 of them? And then you got dudes who, or people in general, who have 30 items and they talk about 29, 30 of them. Do you see what I'm saying? Like people just feel, you know, that it's weird. You know, it's it's actually gotten to a point where I don't even like to speak about my success publicly. Uh, of course, it's a podcast and it's different because it's my show. But as far as like me jumping on somebody else's, you know, stage and platform, it's weird to brag about it, even if it's the truth or something. You know what I mean? I've gotten slightly embarrassed with my success, not because it's not true or wasn't warranted, and you know what I'm saying, or oh, I didn't deserve it. It's because you know I, I do understand that people are doing bad and whatever, and and uh, I try to be as regular as possible. So most of the time, I think people just have a hard time understanding. Like you know, like you know, um, if you say, uh, "Yo, man, it's crazy. I love my Honda." That shit is fucking so reliable. It drives so good. It's just, what, what a great car. And, you know, you sincerely mean it. And then you got another dude who's like, hey, man, you know, I love my Bentley. It is fucking amazing. The leather is so good. Everything, the quality of the car is great. You know, you look at that guy like, what a fucking asshole. And why? <laughs> you know, especially what if he worked hard for the shit? It's just crazy, right? And going on, um, you know... You got guys who are proud of having the car. A lot of guys have their car's name tied to their thing. So they might have like Brian hurricane 0873 or whatever the fuck it may be. And he's going to post literally. He have 240 pictures and 199 of them are his fucking Hurricane. And the rest of them are maybe other cars that he likes or whatever. It's just like people like cars and it's just, you know, it's what people want to do. Now, what I'm getting at is... I post a little bit here and there, you know, I I try to talk about game and things like that, but I really, really, really keep 85% of a lot of shit offline, you know? People don't even know where the fuck the man cave is. Is it in my house? No. Is it at my office? No. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one's going to know. I don't post my crib. I don't post certain things, you know? I don't post everything, and that's why I just wonder what, you know, people bug out, and it's not that I want to post them; it's just crazy. You know, it's hard to keep certain things off. And with what's going on right now in my life, I have some personal issues that are uh, affecting my family. And uh, you know, one of them I can talk about is: is uh, London is starting to go through; he's starting to get hormones in his body; he's starting to really, really not understand why the fuck he can't be outside. And um, that, with a combination of being on, you know, playing Roblox too much and uh just you know really having a fucking difficult time um it kills me inside it is literally fucking him up and when i see him struggle and throw a tantrum and just trip out you know it fucking ruins everything it just stops like i i just nothing that goes like whatever great oh i made a five hundred thousand dollar piece or you know shit i sold out in 30 seconds like none of that shit matters that shit right there fucks my entire day up and it's not that like Look, I could ignore it. I could be stronger, whatever. But it's like, yo, man, when you love something that much, you have to be a complete fucking weirdo or not human to not be affected by your DNA, your baby, your blood going through it. And, you know, most of the time, I love seeing him sleep because he's so peaceful, you know, and I want to see him happy but just the fact that they're just so they've been cooped up you know we've been in the RV of course but like it, it's just been really tough and there's other issues that are going on so with that said this past week has been one of the most trying out of the last 10 months and I've stayed home canceled work i have Valentine's Day going on you know what um tomorrow i've had to just pretty much put everything aside to put family first And it's not fucking easy. I'll tell you that right now. It is a fucking difficult task. This shit is really tough. And to spend, you know, a couple hours uh, doing the show, because one, I write some notes. I think about what I'm going to, you know, say. I reflect on a couple things. And then obviously I sit here and record. And um, another thing too is it takes a lot of time for the Dust Brothers to do their thing, right? So it's just, I'm going through a tough time, guys. I don't need any praise or anything, you know, positive energy. It's just... Um, I don't think people understand, uh, I might repost something on my store. I might do certain things with that, you know, but that doesn't mean inside. I'm not kind of like, you know, um, bothered. I got a storm going through my head and I'm trying to keep it together. Like I'm really trying my hardest to keep everything together. And as much as a great team as I have, there's certain things I can't push on my team. You know, I gotta be there. I gotta be there to, to be the captain, to be whatever, so uh, again, you know, um, I appreciate, you know, my personal team, my cousin, my, you know, my assistant, Sean, uh, obviously Jordan, Miles, and the rest of the people that do, you know, work with me, uh, my partner, Aaron, and just, it's just crazy right now. So I'm just, my head is about to fucking explode. Now we can get into the show. i had to let you know what's going on with me, but I do want to talk about the elephant in the room. So if you are an Asian American And you follow any kind of Asian, any prominent Asian, anybody who understands what's going on. And people are like, yo, why haven't you posted this way? Look, man, don't worry about why the fuck I do what the fuck I do. Cause it's a lot of shit that people don't know. And it's the truth. Whether it sounds like a cop out or not or whatever, look, that platform ain't you. That shit isn't controlled by anybody else but me. There are battles that I do offline there are charities and donations and things. I look, regardless. I know information is powerful, and I try to keep it light. You know, and some people, you know, what they do all day long—they just post, you know, their political um, beliefs and whatever, and religious beliefs and things like that. That ain't me. You know, I post some motivational things here and there, whatever. I post my family, but yo, know, don't worry about what the fuck I do on my page. But with that said, there has been an enormous surge in attacks against elderly Asians, specifically in the Bay Area, specifically in Oakland, partially in San Francisco, and there's been attacks in Brooklyn. And I'm talking about deaths now, murders. You know, young people, young black people attacking Asians. Why? Well, let's just get first things first. Stupidity, ignorance, dumb fucking idiot shit, you know now look it's been a real real trying difficult time for black people in america and all over the world right um people of color with the last year or so protests george floyd just countless things of what's been going on and the the just injustice just a real If when you really understand what systemic racism is and just how things have started and just poverty and just why they're there and just all kinds of fucked up ass shit. And there's been some great things too, but you know, unfortunately these police attacks and all this other shit, it's outshadowed. It's outshined and taken over the good things that have happened. And that's just normal in life. But no matter how fucked up things have got and whatever it is. Now, whether anybody not of color and meaning nobody, someone who's not black, whatever the fuck is going on, no matter how much I personally can't understand what your struggle was, no matter how many black people I've been friends with, how many, I grew up around nothing but blacks and Jews all my life, right? More than Asians. No matter how much I can't understand it or how much the next non-black person can understand, there is absolutely no motherfucking excuse period point blank to attack an elderly person let alone target asian people what the fuck kind of coward ass shit is that to attack 70 80 year old men it's like what the fuck to kill people like and to blame it on covid or whatever you know fucking ignorant that is It's the same bullshit you guys are going through. Whether you guys like it or not, I don't give a fuck. If it's to the 17th power and your shit's to the 1,000th, it is wrong is wrong, man, okay? If I'd be like, yo, not fuck that. Some dark black dude who was wearing a fucking Cubs hat uh, robbed this liquor store, man, fuck that. So fuck you because he's part of that. That's how fucking stupid you guys sound when you guys say, hey, man, and I say you guys, I mean everyone. I don't mean just the black people that are attacking people in in, in the Bay Area. I'm talking about you sound stupid as fuck when you sound, oh, Malaysians brought the fucking COVID here. Man, look, (laughs) there's one specific area where they say the root of it was, and that's in Wuhan. That would be China, and that would be the Chinese. There are fucking Laos. There's Burmese. There's fucking Vietnamese. There's Malaysians, you know, uh, Taiwanese. There's fucking Koreans, Japanese, Filipinos. There's people from fucking Brunei. There's so many different Asian types of people. I'm sorry, man. As much as you think we all look alike, it's the same back fucking racism that goes back to you guys. It's just fucking crazy. All white people look the same. All Mexicans look the same. All this looks the same. It's like, yo, this shit is so fucking unbelievable. At this point, whether or not, I, look, I'm not an activist. I'm not doing, I do what I can. You know, good thing for my boy China Mac. He's out there doing his activism and stuff. And great. I'm glad. Man, you know, he found something he loves to do and he and he's good at. And he can go out there. Great. That's him. You know, there's other ways I could fight these things and other ways I can support. But as far as not speaking on it, like, yo, look, it, I could say enough is enough. And then what? go kill some innocent people like the stupidest shit in the world. What needs to happen is there's just need to be more, more protection against our people, you know? And it's just crazy because whether you guys know the history or not, Chinese people have been inside fucking Oakland forever since way the fuck back, since most of you motherfuckers out there even care to know. So the violence against Asians is just so unfortunate and fucked up. I gotta give a shout out to Daniel Wu, uh, Daniel Day Kim, They're both really uh, just doing their thing with this and shout to all the Asian people that are supporting this and spreading the news. And it's just, you know, if you see something reported, you know, and just, you know, it's gotta stop and there are ways and everything, but again, violence against violence is not going to happen. It's also not going to solve anything. That's just what I have to say on that part. What can we do? That's a good question. You know, there has to be more awareness of and in more discussion there's a little bit on the news here and there but you know look I look at the Asian culture I look at the way we rock the way we move and everything and then there's all types of people that do well they do not do well but for the most part there is a lot of influence that Asian people have and no matter what you know people want to say there is a lot of influence all over all over Asia that is spread through Europe, is spread through fucking everywhere. Yes, in America. Okay, so Clubhouse app, starting to get a little more active with it. I'm trying to, you know, spit a little game on there. I have obviously had a very rough week, but I decided to like, look, let me focus while the kids are trying to sleep and I can kind of go on there. Decided to jump in a chat with uh, uplifting Asians and, and talking about, Asian uh, American, or Asian all all across the world doing well. I jumped in this chat and fucking met some amazing people. I learned more about Asian history in that fucking hour and a half or something than I have in my entire life. It's mind-blowing, right? Great people, people who are fucking working for Congress and they're in uh, top design houses and just doing stuff and fucking working at huge companies from Nike to fucking Microsoft, Google. I was at Tesla. I was like, God damn okay. And I go up there and I'm just kind of like, look, man, I shut the fuck up for the whole time. They let me, brought me up to the stage. And I was like, Hey, look, I haven't really talked very much, but Hey, you know, it seems like, feels like people kind of know my story, I, I think, and maybe they don't. And, you know, um, I'm from LA, you know, I'm proud to be Asian. Uh, you know, one of the first Asians to play basketball and football at my school, you know, I got a scholarship playing for D1, blah, blah, whatever. And I just didn't want to talk about the other parts. And most of these people knew who I was and it was a warm feeling and it was a warm welcome and, you know, a a lot of compliments and and things like that. And it's like, look, that's not what what I said it for. But yo, at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, I do think I left a legacy for my children. I think there's something for them to be proud of. And I think I definitely left a big footprint on what I've done, especially for what I've done even for, you know, for jewelry and with Koreans and bringing people in and having all Korean staff, you know, and handpicking people that would never in a million fucking years ever think about working in jewelry. Like, bro, two years ago, you never even thought that you'd be working in jewelry. You're a jeweler now. Like, show some motherfucking respect, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you was doing nothing and and, and I don't want anything else. Just show me respect because, bro, you got a job now. You got a career. You're part of a fam. You're part of a team. You got boulevards, avenues. You got a path. So, I'm going to try to get more active on Clubhouse. If you guys are on Clubhouse, obviously it's invite only. You know, I sit there to fucking stand on top of a soapbox and shit like that. But it is a very, very uh, interesting uh, social media network and all that stuff and everything. And I think it's a dope-ass app. Um, Big news. Very, very big news. Exclusive here. I kind of teased it on my story on Instagram. But uh, yeah, so I currently own 98 Bear Bricks. Right, And when I say barriers, I mean 1000%. I don't talk about 100s or 400% and everything. And uh, it has come to time to where that is another battle that I've had with uh, my wife and things like that. And it's not her fault at all whatsoever. Um, there are things that I need to do with the space. Uh, not to say that we don't have a lot of space, we do, but there are unfair things that I've done with that man cave <laughs> and I've made promises. And there's some remodeling that we need to do and so with that done just doesn't make sense i'm not gonna break it up i'm not gonna you know sell some here and there and keep like it's just you know it's either i get rid of all of them maybe keep one for kai or whatever something special but i am selling my bare bricks um i am going to dedicate a special page for them they i feel like my bare bricks are a part of me i feel like they truly are a part of my being and, and my, my per, everything that i stand for it's just crazy Like, that's just something I've always been known for in the last 18, 19 years. And um, it's a difficult decision that I've, you know, I don't need the money. So that's going to actually be a lot better for negotiating because I don't need the money. Um, I'm not necessarily in a super rush to get rid of them, but I do know that they won't last. And I'm talking about, you know, near half a million dollars of bear bricks. And this is all of them. This is... Even the 2000%, which is five feet tall, the Fendi, which is, there's only less than 10 in the world. I heard there's six in existence, but you know, I want to say less than 10. Um, This will go viral all over the world, not just USA. And uh, I am going to make a special part of bbdtc.com to dedicate to that. And um, yeah, I don't know exactly when that's going to go up. Um, I will take some pics and I will have a list and um, I'm going to go for sale. Uh, That's a sad fucking time. Uh, When they go, and then I'll be be bummed out. But yeah, that is, uh, yo, shit. With that said, let's take a break. Yo, Miles, man, you already know. Can I hear some motherfucking Lakey Lake? And can we get to this commercial real quick? And we'll be right back, y'all. Hey, fellas, we are in the thick of winter, and a storm's up brewing. It looks like one to three inches of hibernation bush is taking place inside your pants. Luckily, our partners at Manscaped specialize in products to make sure you're walking around town with beautiful snowballs. Manscaped is here to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience, offering precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Who doesn't like to keep shit clean? I do. The lawnmower 3.0 trimmer is the best hygiene tool for the modern man. The trimmer is also waterproof so you can trim in the shower. The performance package comes with the new and improved lawnmower 3.0. The weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer performance boxer briefs and a travel bag this bundle also comes with the crop preserver ball deodorant and crop reviver ball toner the crop preserver guys is anti-chafing ball deodorant it is fucking life-changing all right don't get cold feet this winter get 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code baller at manscaped.com They also have a ton of other amazing men's hygiene products on their website, from disposable mats to foot deodorant. Get 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code BALLER. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code BALLER. Thank you, Manscaped, for getting our balls right on Behind the Baller. Valentine's Day is tomorrow So uh, don't forget to go to ifnco.com For those of you who are listening right now in real time If you do want to get something special for your girl I will send you a special discount code Uh, That's, you know, shit ain't cheap on my site But, you know, the discount definitely helps a lot Because we don't do discount codes So the first 10 people to DM me I will send them a discount code Um, Anyways, all right, yeah So, by the way, speaking of Valentine's Day I don't get it. Um, every single year, someone hits me up to make an engagement ring. I'm like, yo, man, be original. Don't fucking propose on fucking Valentine's Day. Propose on the day after. It'll fuck her up even more. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like, don't hit me up, like, for a ring. You know, so I'm not the Robbins Brothers or you know Zales or what the fuck. Like Daniel's Jewelry. Like this. You know, I'm making some custom bespoke shit. Like, you know, you gotta need some time. You gotta you know plan this shit out. Um, so, yesterday, looking through Instagram, seeing the Tampa Bay a uh, Super Bowl parade on the boats and shit and everything. Seeing drunk Tom Brady, I ain't gonna lie, to you, it put a little smile on my face and made me chuckle. From being the president of the Tom Brady Hater Club, I, I gotta say, it was a funny sight to see, and it was it was good to see him. He's such a, a family dude, and uh, to see him drunk and just be happy and whatever. And man, fuck it, dude. Dude deserves it, right? Um, the NFL's over, so now it is time to focus on my Lake Show and my Dodgers. I literally finally can do some focusing. And speaking of the Lakers last night, LeBron uh, obviously put the shit into overtime, helped us in the clutch, win that game versus OKC, which I don't know how the fuck they came that goddamn close to us. Where we need to go to fucking overtime. Like, come on. But what's weird to me is that LeBron is still, like it's so weird that he's a Laker. It just fucks me up. It is so random to me. It won't be ever normal to me. It is super weird. Um, but I still think that the Lakers will win the chip. As far as the all-star game, they're all against it. What's so fucking funny is that people still don't get this shit. Like nobody wants to get COVID, motherfucker. Nobody wants to get this shit, okay? They should call off the fucking all-star game. It is just dumb. They don't want to fucking do it. Like, you know, and that's what's going on and people still think, like it's sad. You know, some people I know have big platforms. Like my boy, Lil Duval, like I've known him for a long time. And he's just like, yeah, no big deal, boom. You know, people who are complaining about going out never go out anyway, and whatever. And it's like, bro, like it's just, just ignorant, you know. And he talks about certain things because he is worldly. He definitely likes to travel, and you know. But at the same time, he doesn't live in a real world. I'm not saying he didn't see what's going on in the hood in Jacksonville, where he's from, and what he does. But it's like you just don't like. <laughs> it's just, it's it's just irresponsible to have people out me and whatever, like, oh man, it's all we got, don't tell us to stay inside and blow. It's just, you know, other countries are doing it and they're succeeding. But meanwhile, there are parts of the country that just don't give a fuck and that just reflects on our country. and It's just fucking embarrassing. Um, speaking of the Dodgers, I am saying goodbye to my boy, my friend, Jack Peterson, actually gonna see him tomorrow and uh, probably Sunday. He moves to Chicago on the 17th. Sad fucking day, man. You know, um, I think our Dodger squad still got it. I think we got a chance to definitely hit the WS again. But with someone like that who hits bombs, is a power hitter and everything, lost a couple other people, right, with Kiki, and who else did we lose? Um, but, you know, we got we got some, some bad motherfuckers. Uh, Jock, I wish you well in Chicago. I can't think of another Dodger that I developed a real friendship like this with, uh, Matt Kemp. You know, me and him were cool, but this is a different thing. Like, obviously because of Matt, Matt's my agent, and Matt also represents Jock. And and uh, for other reasons, I can't mention why me and Jock are close, uh, just for privacy and uh, for security reasons. But um, uh, it's, it's sad. It fucking sucks. And uh, I'm definitely going to go out to Chicago and do some pop-ups with my boy. Uh, I've never been a Cubs fan in my life, but I definitely love Chicago. So I go out there and rep a little bit and we could do something kind of cool. Definitely 100%. Now, going on to Project 70, do not forget on Tuesday, I am card number one. I am leading off the project with my card. I kind of gave a hint. I think you guys probably know at least the team that I'll be doing this card with. The cool part about Project 70 is we have 70 years of TOPS cards, 70 years of TOPS templates. So we gotta use those templates, whether it be 1981, 61, 88, 92, 2007. That's the cool thing. And then, you know, we don't have to use these old fucking pictures, especially with like with Jeter and some of these cards. Like you get these terrible images. We could do high res images. It should be a cool thing. I don't think people are gonna fucking sleep on this one like they slept on Ichiro. So my card, card number one, drops February 17th. That is Tuesday, guys. Uh, It's actually the day that Jock leaves to Chicago. Crazy, do not forget. Continuing on with a little bit of sports. I got to say, shout out to TaylorMade. TaylorMade is pretty much the elite golf club company, um, which is funny. It's what Tiger Woods use and some of the best pros out there. Uh, I got to give a shout out to Mike from TaylorMade. Yo, TaylorMade sent me several thousand dollars in clubs. And they go, why the fuck is the monetary value in point? Because it fucking is. Okay. When somebody doesn't need, when the shit is selling on its own and they don't need to send you a gift of that level, just know I fucking appreciate it. And my mom golfed, my dad golfed. Um, my mom's goddaughter, as I said before, Seri Seripak LPGA legend. She's in the PGA Hall of Fame. And uh, my cousin golfs and everything. A lot of my friends do. Something I want to do for a long time. Now, I have no excuse. Need to get some hybrids, uh, a wedge and some woods and a putter, and I'm good. Definitely got to hit Monterey Park. Uh, you know, they got that nine hole, so it's just kind of like I could get my little baby steps in. Then maybe hit Wilson because it's uh, right nearby, you know, but again, shout out to TaylorMade, big fucking love, uh, obviously Tiger Woods is represented by XLSM, which is the agency I'm with, so that's another dope ass thing, um, guys, uh, with the Range Rover again, I know you guys have sent a lot of emails and everything, a lot of questions, look, for the most part, if you live out of state, like if you live in Arizona, cool, but if you live in Florida, Georgia, and like uh, Wisconsin, and other places, and everything, look, it's just not, this ain't crying for you, okay, now, it is really annoying that I don't have the spec sheet and I usually do keep all that shit. And it's just crazy. You know, when the car was, what, 170 grand? It's the new body. It's not the old body. Meaning there is a 2017 Range Rover that looks exactly the same. But if you put them side by side and look at some of the things, there are some differences. When you go in the inside, the interior is completely different. One is an all LED center screen and the big edge screen. The other one isn't. One has the fucking kind of older key, one has a new key. So I haven't been very aggressive. I have my assistant, Sean, replying back to emails and things. There's pictures out there. But at the end of the day, I have brought the car to 120, 121. Look, man, I told you already, there is no car in a six, 7,000 mile range, nothing under 10,000 miles at a 170 car that is not sold for 135, 139. Now there's cars out there for 120s, cars out there for 116, 120, 130, but they're all 18,000, 20,000 miles. They don't have the same options. They don't got the big, you know, 13 inch monitors in the back, they don't have all that. So the car will go, I just haven't been aggressive, you know, with what's going on in my personal life. I could obviously just take it to, you know, Jake's motor cars in San Diego or Euro OC SOC or something. I just haven't done that. I was given a chance to somebody to check out the car. If they're gonna buy something, boom. If you're gonna buy a range, obviously, you know, You might pay that much for an HSC or for regular supercharge. It's an autobiography. All right, guys, pretty firm on the price, but um, it will go. I just haven't been aggressive again, and I haven't replied to one single person. My assistant has yesterday started to, uh, we will figure that out. Kind of a short episode. I was not going to do an episode at all, but I wanted to speak my two cents on the Asian violence or the violence against Asians. I mean, sorry. But yeah, I hope you guys are well Hope you guys have a great weekend. I really do. um, Always remember, no matter how tough the times are, tough times don't last, tough people do, okay? And, you know, like I said in the last episode, someone was in the same situation you were in. They took that situation and they won with it. Believe it or not, it is the truth. So I believe that you could do the same thing. You have to make it a great day and understand that. Before we leave though, I got to send my condolences to the Lemus family, um, a BTB Army member and lovely soul. Actually two members, brother and sister, Natalia Lemus, uh, who is a a friend. I don't want to say a good friend or anything, right? But a friend, she's a supporter. Again, a lovely person inside and out. Natalia and her brother had lost her father this week. So I am sending my love, my strength to her family. Natalia, if there's anything I could do, you know, email me, uh, reach out to me. Again, God bless. Again, I hope all you guys have a great week. Of course, continue to tell people about the show. Continue to subscribe. Please make sure you are subscribing. Remember, this is professional podcasting and it wouldn't be a Dust Brothers production. If the word professional wasn't mentioned. All right. All right, y'all. You already know what time it is. My man Lakey Lake is right over here. Yo, what's good, LL? Mm Mm-hmm. You already know what time it is, bro. All right, take us to the crib, homie. All right, everybody. Peace.